Turn with me this morning to Psalm 136. Psalm 136. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Amen. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for His mercy endureth forever. Right. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for His mercy endureth forever. Amen. To Him who alone doeth great wonders, for His mercy endureth forever. Right. To Him that by wisdom made the heavens, for His mercy endureth forever. Amen. To Him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for His mercy endureth forever. Right. To Him that made great lights, for His mercy endureth forever. Right. The sun to rule by day, for His mercy endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for His mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever. And brought out Israel from among them, for for his mercy endureth forever. With a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which divided the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endureth forever. And made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endureth forever but overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. To him which led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. To him which smote great kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. And slew famous kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. And gave their land for an heritage, for his mercy endureth forever, even an heritage unto Israel his servant, for his mercy endureth forever, who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endureth forever, and hath redeemed us from our enemies, for his mercy endureth forever, who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. This is a psalm of praise to the Lord for his mercies that endure forever. The psalmist lists many reasons why we should give the Lord praise for his mercy, specific things to his, um, to his life and to the children of Israel as he led them. I just want to briefly highlight the things that the psalmist speaks about, and then let's look at mercy specifically and how it applies to us at the end. So briefly, the Lord's mercies are seen in the following examples that the psalmist presents as reasons to praise the Lord. We see his goodness. We see his role as the only true God and the only true Lord. His wondrous creation made by his infinite wisdom. The magnificence of the heavens. The earth that he created for us to live upon. The many lights that speak of his power. The sun to light the earth and allow us to work and grow food. The moon and stars at night that leave us in amazement. His judgment on his enemies in Egypt and their firstborn. His drawing out the immense company of Israelites from the land, all of them. His strong hand that is sovereign in our lives and protects us from our enemies and leads us. We see his parting the Red Sea. His wondrous miracle of bringing the whole company of Israelites across the Red Sea and then drowning 
the army of the Egyptians in the bottom of the sea, once their enemies, the Israelites, were safely across. We see he's leading the company of Israelites through the wilderness for 40 years. We see he's conquering their enemies, including two very powerful kings that denied them access across the land and set light by God. We see how he took the land of their enemies along with their furnished homes and gave it to his children. We see of his saving us from our enemies and his universal provision to the needs of all creation. We end with a call to do something. It's to give thanks to God for his mercy endureth forever. It does not end or stop or dwindle. It is forever and it's forever sure. It endures forever. Thank you, blessed God. Let's consider this mercy. What is mercy? It is forbearance and compassion shown by one person to another who is in his power and who has no claim to receive kindness. It is kind and compassionate treatment in a case where severity is merited or expected. It sounds like us. Very much like us. The Lord's mercy toward us is demerited forgiveness. These mercies are tender, as David said many, many times throughout the Psalms. The great and dreadful God is tender in his mercies. He is sovereign and he is Lord of all. He has mercy upon us, yet they are tender mercies. Thank you, Lord. We praise your name and we love you more for that. We see in Psalm 103, verses 4, just one example. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Every morning his mercies are new to us. His mercies are tender, and he is kind and compassionate even in our rebellion. Again in the Psalms we read in Psalm 76, Nevertheless, they did flatter him with their mouth. And they lied unto him with their tongues, for their heart was not right with him, neither were they steadfast in his covenant. But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passeth away and cometh not again. This mercy is very important. For if our God was only holy, just, and a judge, we would not last two seconds in this life or in the eternal life to come. In Psalm 130, we read, If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? For there is forgiveness with thee, that thou mayest be feared. I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait, and in his hope, in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say, more than they that watch for the morning. Let Israel hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption, and he shall save Israel from all his iniquities. What unbelievable mercy that he has not burnt us to ashes, although we deserve it. What mercy and what forgiveness this is. His ways and thoughts in regards to his forgiveness and mercy to us are not like our mercy and our forgiveness that we show in each other at all. We can't comprehend it, nor can we hardly replicate it like he does. And it endures forever. Praise the Lord God of Jehovah and us bow before him and thanksgiving to him. In Isaiah 55, verses 6 through 9, we read, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. 
in any mercy or any forgiveness we can show, it's not like the Lord does to us. And this is speaking specifically about his forgiveness. Mercy was the focal point of temple worship. And this psalm was sung many times in dedicating certain things to the Lord and in singing praises to him. Yes. Consider the mercy seat in between the cherubim. Yes. Consider Jehoshaphat's great military victory, which was, which was a result of praising the mercies of the Lord. Yes. Amen. In Second Chronicles 20, verses 21 and 22, we read, And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. And that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army. And to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord sent ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. This mercy that we see displayed in every aspect of our lives should cause us to be merciful to others. In Luke 6, verses 35 through 38, But love ye your enemies. And do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great. And ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the thankful and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, Shaken together and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. In several cautionary verses we read in James, For he shall have judgment without mercy that hath showed no mercy. And mercy, mercy rejoiceth against judgment. In Psalm 18 verse 25, the Lord says, With a merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful. With an upright man, thou shalt show thyself upright. There is nothing in God that forces him to show mercy to us, his rebel enemies, but only his free, sovereign choice. He sends mercies of rain and sunshine on the just and on the unjust. He sends it where he will. His mercy is great as the heavens. The mercies are as a multitude, as high as the heavens. They are from everlasting to everlasting, and they are everywhere. His mercies are much better and greater than any help we could receive from man. In 2 Samuel 24, David says, David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. Let us fall now into the hands of the Lord, for his mercies are great. And let me not fall into the hand of man. Brethren, what should this reminder do to us? We should beg God for mercy in our prayer, appeal to his mercy when confessing sins. We should be more motivated to serve him. We should trust in his mercy more. And it should be a source of joy and thanksgiving and it should cause us to be more merciful to others. There are many commands for us to be merciful in order to please the Lord, and many promises of good to us if we are merciful. Has the Lord been exceedingly merciful in our lives, both practically and personally and spiritually? Are we writing our own Psalm 136 and putting in phrases personal to us before for his mercy endureth forever? Let us sing and give praise to the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. And in closing, we see Jesus, the son of David, the root of Jesse, is the savior of heathens like us. In Isaiah 55, verses 4 and 5, we read, Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not. And nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God 
and for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. Again in Hebrews 2.17, which we read last night, Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and a faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. The Lord has had mercy upon our souls unto eternal life. We are Gentiles. We were not recipients of the Lord's eternal mercy except for his sovereign grace. Amen. Praise his name. We are now partakers of the divine love of God and the Lord Jesus Christ as our friend, our brother, and our lawyer. Right. We read in Romans 15, verses 9 through 12, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Yes. As it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among, t- among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice, ye Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. In Acts 11, And when they heard these things, they held their peace, and glorified God, saying, Then hath God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Brethren, the Lord has remembered me in my lowest state, for his mercy endureth forever. And I will praise the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. 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 Amen.